are you on fire for God are you fireproof hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the cross with faithful on today's episode we're going to be talking about fireproof I mean that intro was so dramatic Our Bible text will be taken from the book of Daniel 3, verses 20 to 20 to 26. And it says, And he commanded the strongest men in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and to cast them into the burning fairy furnace. Then these three men were bound in their cloaks, their tunics or undergarments, their turbans and their other clothing, and they were cast into the midst of the burning fairy furnace. Now note that the fairy furnace was seven times hotter than usual. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame and sparks from the fire killed those men who handled Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. Verse 23. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound into the burning, fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king saw and was astounded, and he jumped up and said to his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered, True, O king. He answered, Behold, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the son of the gods. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near, the, near to the mouth of the burning fairy furnace and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you servants of the Most High God, come out here. Come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out from the midst of the fire. Wow. Wow. Like, I feel like that just really answers like they were fireproof fire couldn't harm them why because they had good self-esteem body image stress bullying depression cyber addiction drinking smoking teenage pregnancy underage sex child abuse peer pressure and competition as well as eating disorders examples of the most common problems that teenagers youth anybody faces today Firstly, what is a fire? Like, we're talking about fire right now. Even if we're talking about like more of a spiritual fire in the actual sense, but what is fire? Fire is a burning fuel. It's luminosity or brilliance. It is liveliness and vivacity of imagination. Fire can also be a severe test, a trial or torment. It can also be intense, repeated attack or criticism. Now, fireproof is the resistance to fire. It is the ability to resist the damage by fire. You know, we say things are fireproof when they are able to resist burning or being burned by a fire. Now, fireproof doesn't mean the fire won't come, but when it does, it is the ability to stand firm and withstand it. And this quote was taken from Fireproof the movie. Fireproof is a Christian movie that I absolutely recommend for every everyone to be very honest. 
Fireproof can be summarized in two ways. Fireproof is withstanding evil pressures and it says and it can also be in burning coals for Christ and being vessels of honor. Now first of all, withstanding pressures. There are so many like so many things we can be addicted to, so many things that could oppress us in life, so many things that we want to do. So many things that we basically were pressurized to do. But being able to with um resist it and withstand this temptations is what we call being fireproof right it doesn't even have to be um it doesn't have even have to be as um resisting alcohol or drugs it could be resisting overeating because we're told to do everything in moderation right and to not overeat basically just being able to withstand the pressures of life like truth be told there are so many pressures there's so many things we want to do basically let me just say there's so many things i want to do but i'm reminded of why i shouldn't do them not only do they have negative effects like on me personally but it will also be kind of like a sin against God. Not kind of. It will be a sin against God. So I, I understand that so many things are hard, to be very honest. Being able to resist doing things, especially when we're surrounded by people who do them. But being able to resist these pressures, being fireproof. Fireproof also being um, vessels of honor unto God. Like that's what you call it. You're being on fire for God. Like people can see the presence of god in your life and i believe that that's a very important thing because when people see you they're supposed to see the loving kindness of god they're supposed to be able to simply because of something that you did or simply the way you act they want to know more about god that's how it should be let's read matthew 5 13 to 16 and it says you are the salt of the earth but if salt has lost its taste its strength its quality how can its saltness be restored it is not good for anything any longer but to be thrown out and trodden underfoot by men you are the light of the world a city set on a hill cannot be hidden nor do men light a lamp and put it under a peak measure but on a lampstand and it gives light to all in the house let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and give praise and honor and glory to your father who hath in heaven this is telling us that through us people should see good people should be like wow that God that this person says I want to serve him are you on fire for God now that's the question do people see God in you do people see his loving nature in you do you exhibit the fruits of the spirit that we've recently concluded now examples of people that were on fire for God Daniel right Daniel 
from the Bible. <laughs> he carried so much fire in him in sense that a young a young boy was said to be an overseer of all the wise men of the land the governors everything he was literally the second to the king and he did all this he didn't have to defy himself because when we read that um the book of daniel like the whole book we find out that in the beginning part daniel refused to defile himself by the um by the king's meat and wine personally i'd be like what's wrong with meat but i feel like it's just a, a bit of discipline because they chose to eat fruits vegetables and the way they were shining and their skin they were they were glowing so he refused to defy himself like do you know what it means to say no to turn down royalty or to turn down somebody who is in power but he said no and because he had so much fire for god in him there was nothing they could do to him they started people started listening to him the king started listening to him and everything and he did all this and he never defiled himself like he never stood down on his virtue and on his faith with god shadok my son and i beg me go like we read they were cast in a fairy furnace but were fireproof and were not hurt by the fire the fairy furnace here represents all the consequences christians face in the world for holding tight to their faith and a lot of times even just at the door of that fairy furnace if we if we know that we're going to be cast into that we immediately defy ourselves but these three they were not scared of the fire they knew that their god would deliver them and even if god chose not to deliver them they were still completely fine they would still not bow to any other god and i feel like that takes a lot of courage and a lot of faith to say if god saves us fine if he doesn't save us fine we will still serve him forever the image of gold from the book of Daniel 3 if you read the whole of Daniel 3 because people were expected to bow to the golden image of King Nebuchadnezzar every time they heard a particular horn so the image of gold represents all trials and temptations in the world it represents the it, it represents all the trials because no temptation is smaller than another the temptation to pick up money that you saw on the floor and keep it because i mean you can pick it and ask who owns it then give it to the proper owner but the temptation to pick up money that you know isn't yours and keeping it for yourself and call it because that god provided it for you Meanwhile, somebody could be looking for that money that he dropped. The temptation to steal, to lie, to cheat other people, to disobey our parents, to be proud. There's just the list go on, goes on and on, and there's a lot of trial. There are so many Christians around the world that I 
I hear about that have to hide in order to be able to worship God. But they keep on doing it. They don't care if they are caught and they are imprisoned or they are caught and they end up losing their life. Because what is life without God? The fourth person in the fire, the angel, represents the Holy Spirit who is always present to keep the children of God at peace. Every time you're faced with a storm, a trial, a temptation, the Holy Spirit is right there. Right there. So you have nothing to fear. You have nothing to be worried about. Knowing that alone should just keep you at peace, keep you unbothered by what you have to face, the discrimination, the criticism, the your friends leaving you because you refuse to do certain things. The three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, represent children of the Most High God who are not afraid to proclaim their faith. Yes. So today, another person who was on fire for God is Esther. If you read, like the book of Esther is an amazing book. She got to a place not only was she highly favored by God, in the sense that so many times she entered into the king's quarters, like the king's quarters back in the day, you couldn't enter it unless you were summoned by the king. But she entered it like what, twice, three times? And he didn't kill her. He didn't have her head on a platter, no. She, God used her God used Esther to save the pe- the the Jews back then, and he also favored her in the sense that the king just loved her so much. Now Joseph, Joseph, the story of Joseph can be found in Genesis thirty-five to fifty chapter 35 to 50 joseph can simply be defined as someone who was on fire for god god was his source and his everything his love for god was extreme he dreamed of greatness and had faith in god to come true the faith of joseph was just (laughs) something that's so amazing yet so innocent he dreamed that he was going to be far greater than his father and his siblings he didn't give it to himself he told them and you know he got in trouble for it though but like he understood that no matter what he was going through god was always going to see him through so he never like he was tempted by potiphar's wife but he held fast to his virtue and when he this guy ran when, I'm pretty sure when in the Bible we're talking about flee every appearance of evil, Joseph was a man because Joseph ran. He ran that Potiphar's wife tore his clothes off him. Like, you know, when you're running and your clothes just rip off your body because somebody at the back was holding it. That was Joseph. May we all flee from every appearance of evil in Jesus' name. Amen. Timothy. First and second Timothy. 
Timothy literally means honored by God and Timothy is an amazing example of someone who was on fire for God as well. Now the trials that may arise, we have temptations, persecution, hardships, suffering, tribulation, peer pressure, addiction, the list goes on and on. But the Bible says in Romans 8.35, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or anguish, or persecution, or farming, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? This is basically saying, Oh, who can separate you? Who can? What can make God not love you? Like, or what will stop God from loving you? What will stop God from helping you? Let, let's read the amplified version. Let's see what it says about this verse. Okay, so I'm reading from the English, Easy English Bible. It says, Christ will always continue to love us. Nothing can stop that. We may have troubles. Things may make us sad or afraid. People may do bad things to us. We may have no food or no clothes. There may be great danger. People may even try to kill us. But none of these can stop Christ from loving us. Be rest assured that Christ loves you. And so in turn, just always flee from temptations. I'm also telling myself this. Always run. Be like Joseph. We should even make Joseph a verb. <laughs> Be like Joseph. And he says that always flee from temptations. Don't wait. Don't test the ground. Don't observe. And when we're faced with trials, when we're faced with hardship, let us be at peace knowing that Christ is always there. He's always there ready. He's always there preparing a way out, preparing a way for us to feel better or be better. The advantages of being on fire for God there are a lot. First Peter 5.10 tells us that there will be perfection and strength. James 1.12 tells us that we will be gifted with the crown of life. John 16.33 tells us that God will give us peace that flows like a river the Lord will fight for us this can be found in Exodus 14 14 comfort glory purpose and everything works for good peace that passes all understanding that's Philippians 4 um, 6 to 7 and okay yeah another thing is Proverbs 3 5 to 6 tells us that God will make our path straight but I feel like something that is just so amazing is what Revelation 3.21 says. We will sit with the Father on his throne. Wow. I want to do that. You know. I want to do that. I want to be able to make heaven. But not just make heaven. Know that Okay, I'm making heaven and I'm sitting with my father. To be honest, I know how hard it is, like, how hard it is to stay on that path of Christ, to say no to things, to refuse certain things, or to just basically have life harder 
than everyone else simply because you choose Christ above all things. But 1 Corinthians 10.13 says, God will not give you a cross you cannot bear. He will never give you something that no, not like oh it's God that tempts us so but it's just every every single time I'm tempted there's always a way out God always provides a way out and knowing that there's a way out even if it's hard to really leave or sometimes but just knowing that okay God has provided a way out of this certain situation should just make us stay be steady on the word of God be steady on our virtue be steady on what we believe Christ has will and has already done for us but man it isn't easy but I can definitely tell you that's worth it very 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 much worth it to follow Christ no matter the trials we're facing okay so finally let me just encourage you and also encourage myself that in the end at the end of the day, at the end of time, it will be so worth it and we will be glad that we decided to be fireproof, fireproof in withstanding pressures and also fireproof as being vessels of honor, vessels by which people are led to Christ. Because it's one thing to really claim to be a Christian is another thing when people are being led to Christ simply because of what you might have told them or the way you act to them or with the other people that you're surrounded by Heavenly Father we thank you for the message of today thank you for teaching us about what it means to be fireproof Holy Spirit and we ask that you make it possible for us to do that no matter how hard it might seem to withstand these pressures give us peace knowing that there's always a way out and help us to fight our temptations and our deadly desires Help us at the end of the day to always be rest assured of your goodness and of your love. We bless this week, Lord, and we ask that you take charge and control of our week. May everything we do prosper, and may we continue to live the way you want us to live. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned a thing or two. Once again, The Cross with Faithful now has an Instagram page at T H E C R O S S 
W-I-T-H-F-A-I-T-H-F-U-L The Crossroads Faithful on Instagram I will be posting Christian content as well as questions various things just wanting to know what you think of this week's episode thank you so much i love you but god loves you more have an amazing blessed fruitful and fireproof week bye god bless you